Hi there! I'm Sprinkles, Santa Claus's special elf. Because everything is special with Sprinkles. <laughs> Santa Claus knows you're special too, and he has something to say to you. So listen close as Santa Claus shares holiday cheer with you. You can leave a special message for Santa Claus and get on the nice list at www.santaclaussays.net. Now here is the big man himself, Santa Claus! Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas to all the children of the world who come here to be with Santa Claus here at SantaClausSays.net. We come to you to bring you the message that Santa Claus says, be good for goodness sakes, and to share with you three things every day during Christmas time of 2023. Those three things are to spread Christmas cheer, and our elf uh, Sprinkles helps us to do that. She does a wonderful job with that. And we also tell an adventure story, and today we're concluding telling our adventure story about the life and the adventures of Santa Claus. And we also read letters to Santa. And we have a wonderful one uh, for today. We hope that you'll uh, be with us for this. If you miss any of these episodes we've done during Christmas time, you can always go back where every day during Christmas season from Thanksgiving to Christmas on YouTube and on Facebook and on the podcast, which you can find at SantaClausSays.net and on Apple Podcast. Now, I want to remind you of just a couple of things. That as some of you are listening to this, it is December the 23rd. And I want you to remind you that tomorrow is Christmas Eve, December 24th. And we'll have a special episode of SantaClausSays.net on December 24th, Christmas Eve 2023. We'll be reading this book called The Night Before Christmas. Some of you can see it on the YouTube. And those of you who are listening on podcast. I'm holding up the book that says The Night Before Christmas, and we're going to read that book together. And we're going to have a wonderful experience doing that. That's on December the 24th, 2023. Then on Christmas Day, December 25th, 2023, we're going to have a very special episode of SantaClausSays.net, and we're going to read the story of the first Christmas. We're going to read about the birth of Jesus from the Bible, the most important Christmas story we will read during this Christmas season. And it's all what the reason for the season is all about, the birthday of Jesus. And I hope that you'll join me for those. And also on our Christmas Day episode, we'll tell you about how you can be continue to be connected with Santa Claus all year round. So you don't want to miss any of those times uh, together. There's our glockenspiel, boys and girls. There's our glockenspiel, which is our chimes that sprinkles rings to tell us that it is time for us to, to have our story time. Before we do, I'll just share with you, you can always reach out to Santa Claus at santaclaussays.net, where I have a voice message you can leave me. You can leave me a text message, or you can leave me a uh, an email at santaclaussays.net slash present. And I will send you an email present as well. But right now is a special day because we are concluding reading our book. We've been reading this book all during the Christmas season 
Dead Life and Adventures of Santa Claus by L. Frank Baum. And the good folks at the Gutenberg Project have allowed us to read this entire book. And we're concluding reading this book today. And this author also wrote the book called The Wizard of Oz. And there's some similarities. And there's a movie about that as well, The Wizard of Oz, that many of you have seen. But I hope that you will be good readers and read adventure stories. Read about Santa Claus and all kinds of other adventures that are out there. And be good readers. That's a good thing to do. We're going to conclude our story today with the reading called The First Christmas Tree. Now, I want you to notice here in Santa Claus's office, I have a Christmas tree. In Santa Claus's workshop, I have a Christmas tree. And I will be visiting your house with cookies. I hope that you'll leave me cookies and hot cocoa to give gifts for your stockings and under your Christmas tree. But for now, let's begin the reading of the last chapter. It's called, it's chapter 12 of the manhood section of this book called The Life and the Adventures of Santa Claus as we conclude the reading of the book. Let's begin. Claus had always kept his promises to the Canucks by returning to the Laughing Valley by daybreak. But only the swiftness of his reindeer had enabled him to do this, for he traveled all over the world. He loved his work, and he loved the brisk night ride on his sledge and the gay tinkle of the sleigh bells. On that first trip with the tin reindeer, only Glossie and Flossie wore bells. But each year thereafter, for eight years, Claus carried presents to the children of the Gnome King, and that good-natured monarch gave him a return a string of bells for each visit, so that finally every one of the ten deer was supplied. And you may imagine what a merry tune the bells played as the sledge sped over the snow. The children's stockings were so long that it required a great many toys to fill them, and soon Claus found there were other things besides toys that the children loved. So he sent some to the fairies, who were always in his good friends, and to the tropics, from which they returned with great bags full of oranges and bananas, which they had plucked from the trees. Another fairy flew to the wonderful valley of Funnyland, where delicious candies and bonbons grew thickly in the bushes, and returned laden with many boxes of sweetmeats for the little ones. <clears throat> These things Santa Claus on, Eve, on Christmas Eve placed in the long stockings together with his toys, and the children were glad to get them, you can be sure. There are also warm countries where there is no snow in winter. But Claus and his reindeer visited them as well as in the colder climes, for there were little wheels inside the runners of his sledge, which prevented him to run, <coughs> which prevented him to run as smoothly over bare ground as on the snow. And the children who lived in the warm countries learned to know the name of Santa Claus as well as those who lived in the Laughing Valley. Once, just as the reindeer were ready to start on their yearly trip, a fairy came to Claus and told him of three little children who lived beneath a rude tent of skins on a broad plain, where there were no trees whatsoever. These poor babies were miserable and unhappy, for their parents were ignorant people who neglected them sadly. Claus resolved to visit these children before he returned home. And during his ride, he picked up the bushy top of a pine tree, which the wind had broken off, and placed it in his sledge. It was nearly morning when the deer stopped before the lonely tent of skins where the poor children lay asleep. Claus at once planted the bit of pine tree in the sand 
and stuck many candles on the branches. Then he hung some of the prettiest toys on the tree, as well as several bags of candles. It did not take long to do all this, for Santa Claus worked quickly, and was always ready, he lighted the candles, and thrusting his head into the opening of the tent, he shouted, Merry Christmas, little ones! With that, he leaped on his sledge and was out of sight before the children, rubbing the sleep from their eyes, could come out to see who had called them. You can imagine the wonder and joy of these little ones who had never in their lives known a real pleasure before when they saw the tree sparkling with lights that shone brightly in the gray dawn and hung with toys enough to make them happy <clears throat> for years to come. They joined hand and danced around the tree, shouting and laughing until they were obliged to pause for breath. And their parents also came out to look and wonder and thereafter had more respect and consideration for their children, since Santa Claus had honored them with such beautiful gifts. The idea of the Christmas tree pleased Claus, and so in the following year he carried many of them on his sledge and set them up in the homes of poor people who seldom saw trees. He placed candles and toys on the branches, and of course he could not carry enough trees on one load of all who wanted them, but in some homes the fathers were able to get trees and have them all ready for Santa Claus when he arrived. And these good claws, and the, the way the good claws decorated was as prettily possible, pretty as possible, and hung with toys enough for the children who came to see the tree all lighted up. These novel ideas and generous manner in which they were carried out made the children long for that one night of the year when their friend Santa Claus should visit them. And as such anticipation, it is very pleasant and comforting. The little ones gleaned much happiness by wondering what would happen when Santa Claus arrived next time. Perhaps you remember that stern Baron Braun, who once drove Claus from his castle and forbade him to visit his children. Well, many years afterward, when the old Baron was dead and his son ruled in his place, the new Baron Braun came to the house of Claus with his train of knights and pages and henchmen, and dismounting from his charger, bared his head humbly before the friend of children. My father did not know your goodness and worth, he said, and therefore threatened to hang you from the castle walls. But I have children of my own who long for a visit from Santa Claus, and I have come to beg that you will favor them hereafter as you do with other children. Claus was pleased with his speech, for Castle Braun was the only place he had never visited, and he gladly promised to bring presents to the Baron's children the next Christmas Eve. The Baron went away contented, and Claus kept his promise faithfully. Thus did this man, through his very goodness, conquer the hearts of all, and it is no wonder that he is merry and gay, and there is no home in the wide world where he is not more welcome, more royally than a king. And thus ends the reading of the story, The Life and the Adventures of Santa Claus. And I want to thank L. Frank Braun for writing this book about me, The Life and the Adventures of Santa Claus. And I want to invite you, <clears throat> those of you who can read, to read it for yourself from your local libraries or from ordering it from someplace. Or maybe your parents can read you this book. It is a wonderful book. I hope that you will, will read it. We thank the, the folks at the Gutenberg Projects for allowing us to do that. 
And I want you to know that Santa Claus loves it when you read or when you are read, when somebody reads adventure stories. So thank you for listening. I want you to know that you can listen to the entire book being read by going back to the other episodes of SantaClausSays.net. You can listen to that on the podcast at SantaClausSays.net and on Apple Podcasts, or you can see it and hear it on YouTube and on Facebook where you go to Santa Claus Says. That is what I want you to do, and I hope that you will do just that. Well, boys and girls, there is our chimes, and we're where we are being told by Sprinkles that it's time for our letter to Santa. Now, I want to remind you one more time that even though it uh, Christmas Eve is tomorrow, you can still get your messages to me at SantaClausSays.net by voicemail and by uh, email at SantaClausSays.net slash present, and I will send you a present. And also by text. I get my text on my purple cell phone. And I hope that you'll reach out to me and do that all year long, uh, not just at Christmas time. So I'll tell you how to do that tomorrow or when, when we come together on Christmas Eve and on Christmas Day. But here is our wonderful letter that we got here today. And it, says, it goes like this. Dear Santa, I have been a very good boy. I just wanted to ask how the reindeer and and elves are doing. Well, they're doing very well. Thank you. We're getting ready for Christmas Eve. And how also do you get to my house? We don't have a real chimney and we keep our doors locked at night. Our fireplace turns on gas. And, uh, and so I thought it would be would make smoke and set off the fire alarm, uh, the smoke alarm and, my, and wake up and my sisters and, and her friend. And when they uh, would be scared in the middle of the night. I will give you my Christmas list and would like for some things here. But this, my stuff is, I do not sure, but I would like the game Minecraft. But you probably know about that. Sincerely, Blake. Well, Blake, thank you for being mindful of me. But I want you to know that whether you have a fireplace or not or a chimney or not, that Santa has magic and I can visit you and fill your stockings and your and B, have guests under your Christmas tree. And I love to bring surprises. But thank you for being concerned about me and my elves. And we would ask for all of you to be thinking and praying about Santa Claus and the elves on Christmas Eve and to leave us, remember, to leave us cookies and also hot cocoa. We love, love, love that. Ah, boys and girls, there's the glockenspiel, our chime, which says it's about time to say, Goodbye for this episode of Santa Claus Says.net. We did want you to know that tomorrow on Christmas Eve, please do not forget, on December 24th, 2023, we're reading the book, The Night Before Christmas. And you want, that's a very special reading. We have that. Then on December 25th, we are reading the first Christmas story from the Bible, The Birth of Jesus. We want you to be there for that. And we'll also tell you about how you can be uh, connected to SantaClausSays.net all year long. We love you and we listen to you. And remember, Santa Claus says, be good for goodness sakes. We'll see you very soon for Christmas Eve, boys and girls. Goodbye and Merry, Merry Christmas. Goodbye. Goodbye. You're special to Santa Claus, just like Sprinkles. <laughs>
Get on Santa's nice list at santaclaussays.net and watch Santa Claus Says on YouTube. Tell him Sprinkles sent you. <laughs>